0: Y'all, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I had to be ready because, hey, the Lord just said last minute, you're going to talk on Sunday. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) I'm sowing that seed in my heart constantly, and if he wants to pull it out, that's cool. I'm going to let him do it. Amen? Is everyone given? Are we good? All right, let's pray again. Lord, I pray that you would open our hearts. Help us to open our own hearts, to receive the word, and let it go on good soil tonight. I rebuke the devourer from stealing it, manipulating it, perverting it, lying about it. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, we're going to receive the word with gladness. And it's going to produce a harvest in us that ripples through eternity in Jesus' name. I thank you that today is the day you have made and we're going to rejoice and be glad. We're not going to be familiar. We're not going to be thinking about what we're doing after the service. Although that's hard sometimes, help us to focus, Jesus. We just position our hearts to look at you, stare at you, receive from you. And I ask that you possess me right now. Go ahead, Lord. This is your day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Sound good? All right. I'm going to talk about faith today. Everybody say faith. Faith. Say faith. 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 We can't learn enough about it. Oh, that's such an elementary thing. Yet so many of us haven't fully grasped it. Or we don't live it. We heard it once, but it hasn't really set in our hearts. And uh, scripture is very clear about the point that we have to live by faith. This is what we have to live by. Just like the food in your belly, you got to live by that faith is what you have to live by if you're going to do this thing called following after Jesus. Okay, because anyone can show up, not anyone, but. Oftentimes, we can show up to a conference, or we get hit by the glory. Uh, You can go to all the meetings, all the speakers, and that's great. And then you leave, and then uh, six months' time, you're off the course again. The true test of Christianity, and the true, oftentimes, it can be the struggle of Christianity to stay on the course of faith going the long way, doing it the way of the word, you know, like not just in it for um, the the hypey moments, but you're in it for the nitty gritty, the grind of faith, because it's not easy. Amen. And, 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 and we need to be able to train ourselves and focus our hearts to live from faith. Amen. Not when something bad happens that you're like, oh, no, I better muster up some faith and so I can make it. No, your life is seated in faith, that it strengthens you continually, and it grows as well. Amen? You know, we we get saved by faith. We enter salvation by faith. You believe. None of us witnessed Jesus ourselves dying on the cross. You had to believe it without seeing it. And sometimes in Christianity, we think we can just drop the faith and demand God to show us everything all the time and think we're going to process our salvation without faith. No. You get saved by faith, and you do the process of salvation by faith. Amen? So uh, we can listen to more teaching, preaching, revelation about faith today. Amen? There's so many scriptures, but I pulled several for today. Romans twelve three said, Everyone has been given a measure of faith don't have faith. Oh, mine's so little. You got to measure. It's powerful. Amen? Okay, Habakkuk 2.4 says the just shall live by faith. Amen? They shall live by love all the time. They shall live by uh, waging war all the time. Well, yes, but those things have to be done through faith. Amen? 2 Corinthians 5.7 says that we walk by faith and not by sight. All right, amen? Hebrews 11.16, without faith... It is impossible to please God. Amen. Here's the beauty of the kingdom of God. We are no longer a slave to our feelings. Amen. All right. Here's the beauty of the kingdom. You're no longer a slave to the way you feel. Feelings are not an accurate measure of reality. Amen. Okay. As humans, we have five senses. You all know what they are. That's how we live and operate and move, okay? But as believers, we've been given a sixth sense. It is called faith, amen? And by that faith, we engage and perceive the true reality of the kingdom of God, amen? You don't use your feelings to perceive the kingdom. Your faith is what is is perceiving what he's saying, amen? Isn't that awesome? You don't have to be ruled by what you see, what you feel. You be ruled by that sixth sense, that faith. And too many of us were running down the roads with with our feelings, with circumstances, and the Lord's like, that's not the foundation. Remember, I've given you faith, and it's powerful when you use it. Amen. We don't want to disdain, disdain it like it's like this little elementary thing. No, faith is the thing. I live, breathe, move. The just shall live by it. That is my life. I will walk by it. I don't care what I see. Faith. My enemies coming at me. Faith. You don't got that sixth sense. I got it. Amen. That's the gift that God's given us. It's powerful. Okay? But the thing is, we can't just have a sense that we don't use. Amen. Oh, I can smell, but I don't I don't don't dare sniff anything, you know? It's, like, it's funny, but it's like you don't have a sense that's there that you don't use. Everything is in gear. And when you get born again, that faith is added to your life, and we need to be able to engage it, use it, train it, teach, get uh, taught on how to wield it and live from it. Amen? That's what the Holy Ghost does in our lives. But we if we're not aware of that, we're not gonna live in it. Amen. We're not going to think about being trained up in it. We're not going to be thinking uh, about living our life from that place. We're going to be still in our five senses. Does that make sense? So, you know, part of what I wanted to share today is just waking you up to that sixth sense. Waking you up to the power of faith. And I want to give you some tools on how to engage it and start using it. Amen. Putting it into practice and allowing the Holy Spirit to train you. Because the goal is not for you to get that measure of faith and stay right in that little place of faith. No, your faith needs to grow and grow and grow and grow to the point where you're like, I got a mustard seed. You watch out, you mountain. At my word, you're going to go into the sea. Okay, so if none of us have seen a mountain go into the sea, we still have more to learn and grow in. Amen? And that's not a disdaining thing. That's an exciting thing because that was what was promised to us if we believe. Amen? I'm excited about faith. I'm excited to grow in my faith. Okay, Galatians 5 verse 6, the latter part of that scripture says, the only thing that counts is faith, hallelujah, expressing itself through love. doesn't get more simpler than that, right? Faith, it's the only thing that counts, expressing itself through love. Let's go to Hebrews 11. You know I can't talk about faith without going to Hebrews 11, right? Y'all, it's the faith scripture. All right, who's there? Who's going there with me? Here. Some of you don't even need to go, especially if you've been listening to David Hogan. I swear for like one year or more straight, that was all he preached. (laughs) Hebrews 11, one, you know? It's like that was all, he, and it was powerful. That was enough. So it's enough for us today, amen? Okay, and also too, if you've been a Christian for a long time, you've heard this, and there's the tendency to become familiar with scripture that you've heard all the time. Oh, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. And its power gets dulled down because you're like, oh, I know, I know, I know. But there's still gems inside of there. Amen? So we say, yes, Lord, give us new eyes. Let's have a look at this scripture again. Okay, so Hebrews 11.1 one says, faith is being sure of what we hope for, certain of what we do not see. Okay, uh, another translation says, faith is being confident of what we don't see see it's you know don't you love how the kingdom's so opposite some of us don't love it okay but in the world you're confident of what you see it's easy to be confident about what you see because you can see it and it's guaranteed that i'm confident that this thing is here right now okay but the kingdom that they like the lord likes to mess with you and he's like i want you to be confident about what you don't see welcome to salvation welcome to the cross go ahead and be confident And too many times, you know, we're born into a world that trains us to not believe. It trains us to only live by sight. And we get into the kingdom and we're like trying to find our bearings and we don't know how to use the sixth sense yet. We know how to use it a little bit in that we believe Jesus, but that's not the be all end all of it. Amen. We're doing some exercising. We're sure of what we hope for, certain of what we don't see. So that's the bottom line. That's what faith is. It's looking at something you cannot see amen okay and this scripture goes down I love it because it gives us tons of examples of people of God who lived by faith I love how practical God is he's not just like okay live by faith go for it he's like hey live by faith hey here are some people you can look up to that did it too amen if you scroll down I'm not going to read it all but we saw we see uh by faith Abel made the right offering to the Lord Enoch okay Faith is so powerful, you cannot die. That's pretty amazing. Come on, Enoch. By faith, he was caught up and he did not see death. Isn't that powerful? Sometimes I wonder if that's how David Hogan's going to be, y'all, because he has almost gotten caught up by chariots before. Remember that story we heard? Some of you heard it, but he almost got caught up by a chariot once, and then Heidi told him to put it down and pick up the sword. But he could have got taken up, y'all. Maybe we'll see it. (laughs) What is he doing that by? By faith. Lord, give me an anointing. Lord, I need all these things. He's like, you got your faith. That is enough. Because by faith, Enoch didn't die. I mean, how much further greatness can you get by not dying? Doesn't get any better than that. Amen? Okay, by faith, Noah. Okay, hey, Noah, go build something you've never seen before. Thanks, Lord, telling me to see something that I've never seen. Now I got to go do this thing. Lord, if you just showed me, maybe you manifested an ark somewhere so I could see what it looked like so I could do it. No, these are the plans. That's what you're going to do. Does that sound familiar for some of our lives? The Lord's like, hey, this is the plan. Go ahead and build it. I don't even know what this is supposed to look like. Build it anyway. I'm going to tell you what to do. Some of you have to build stuff in your life, and you can't go on the blueprint of what you've seen before. You You must be dependent on what he shows you. Okay, that's by faith, okay? Not dependent on, not even on anointing or charismatic words we like. It's dependent on faith. Amen? Okay, and we know too, Abraham, it says in the scripture too, by faith, he just went off into another land. He had never seen it. He didn't know what he was in for, but by faith, he obeyed God and went to a new place and was blessed. We done that. <laughs> by faith, okay, here we go. By faith, I want to see greatness. In my life. Amen? Amen. Let's go to verse 13. I love this one. Right. So Hebrews 11 verse 13 says, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them. Embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. He's, God's driving it deeper. Okay, These people died. Their very last breath was in faith because they saw something afar off. They saw it so much that they were assured of it, that they embraced it to the point where they were like, you know what? I see so much. I'm not even a citizen of this world. I'm a citizen of heaven." powerful. And this is an example, I love this, that we should live by. What does it mean to walk by faith? What does that really mean? Well, this scripture tells you some practical ways to live by faith. Let's start at the beginning. But having seen them afar off, they saw something. They saw it. It wasn't, you know, some of you in your life, you're like, well, I just can't picture that. Well, I just can't, you know, or uh, I, I'm confused. It's like, get something in front of your eyes. What has he said over your life? What has he said over your life? And if you don't have any amazing prophetic words that you love, let's go ahead and look at the word of God because it is full of promises. Amen. And I think part of the reason why we don't grow in faith is because we're not looking. We're not looking at the promise. We're not looking at the prophetic words. We're not searching out. We're not using the eyes of faith. We're using those five senses to navigate something that only that faith can navigate you through. God, but I just need this, and I can't see. Complain, complain, complain. And he's like, I've given you an entire Bible full of promises. Would you just look at them? Well, I, I, don't, I don't have much faith. Go to the word. Amen? Faith comes by hearing. We know that. I'm going to talk about that later. Okay, but if you don't see, if you don't steward uh, what the Lord has called you to or what he said over your life, you're going to be discouraged because you're looking at the wrong stuff. Okay, and we know Habakkuk 2. Let's go there, y'all. Those who are in home group know they're going to get a little repeat right now. Okay, because this is where this came from. Habakkuk 2. Okay, verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Hallelujah. Because it will surely come. Let's keep going to four. Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. He didn't say write the vision and hide it so you can run. He said make it plain. Look at it because it's going to help you run this thing. Some of you need to write down the prophetic words again. If you're not a writer, some of you need to listen to the words again. Or you need to go back to your diaries. Or you might have forgotten stuff. Go find the person that was there and ask them to help you remember. Okay? How are you stewarding what he's put in front of your eyes about your life? How are you stewarding the promises of God inside of you? Because some of us, the breakthrough that we need is to just look and see afar off the promise. Look and see our future ahead of us. Look at the scripture and see the promises. We just need to see them. And that in in itself is going to cause our faith to grow. Because we're looking at the right thing. Amen? And you know what? No one can be uh, that for you. You need to look at it yourself. You need to steward your calling, yourself. You need to be faithful with what he said over you. Amen? Okay, you need to write the vision of what he said over your life. You need to make it plain and help yourself out. Amen? Okay? We need to let our faith into what we see. We need to let our faith hover over all that's been said and cause it to intermingle with what we see and cause us to be encouraged and our faith to grow on the inside. Okay, we live in a prophetic generation. We get them prophetic words all the time. I mean, hello, the pastors are prophetic, you know? Every five seconds, someone's seeing something, profing something, strangers coming up. We're in the end days where a spirit's being unleashed. But I think with that, we've become familiar with the prophetic and that almost like, well, I know that another one's going to come my way in a little bit, so I'm just kind of going to be casual with the one I just got. Oh, that was so great. Move on oh, I just need another one, and it's like, oh, I'm so discouraged, and like the week before, the Lord propped you out, gave you this most amazing prophetic word, and you're all discouraged like you ain't got a word in a long time, but the thing is, even if you didn't, if you've ever had a word over your life before, that is something to be happy about, amen, And sometimes I feel like the Lord's a little apprehensive because he's like, I've given you so much. You're not looking at it. You're not stewarding it. You're not letting your faith mix with it and grow. That's like, I want you to grasp this before I give you something else. Amen. We want to treat the words as precious. We want to treat the word of God as precious. The promises. I'm going to steward that in my life. And I'm going to let my faith mix all in it. And I'm going to see it before I see it. Amen. You know, we don't want to be a people that are just like, thanks, Lord, another word. I expect another one because we're all prophetic. Or you disdain other ones that you had because they're not as good as someone else's word. Therefore, you need another one. No way, man. We're going to treat it like it's a jewel, precious, tailored just for me. And honestly, if every prophetic word was like a jewel, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take care of this thing. You wouldn't just be throwing it out or letting it be under a pile of clothes in your room. You'd be like, I'm taking care of this valuable thing. That's how you have to see the prophetic word spoken over your life. Amen. Amen. Okay, and that's honestly, they saw, they, they saw the promises afar of off. I'm thinking they saw the prophetic words afar of off, even though they died believing in them. Does that make sense? It, seeing it was enough for them to keep on believing. And you know, we always have a bunch of stuff that we're given now in this day and age from the Holy Spirit, from the Word, that's so encouraging, but uh, we can't treat it so common. Like we oh, just give me another one. Now nah, treat it as precious, amen. Because there are people on the other side of the world that have one page of the Bible that they're living their life for, and we have an abundance here, amen. So we want to be, we want to be good stewards of what He said, amen. Okay, and honestly, too, part of uh, seeing afar off, okay? They saw, they haven't seen them afar off. They were assured of them. Part of seeing things uh, is just remembering, simply remembering. Simply going. To, it's like it's, you don't have to run up a spiritual hill. Just remember. Okay, go back to your journals. Go look up what he said. And if you feel like I don't really have a lot of prophetic words, open the Bible or go to Google. Promises of God. Go. Listing there just for you. Promises for your life. Okay, remember the problem that the children of Israel had is they didn't remember who their deliverer was. And they sinned, and they messed up, and they worshiped the wrong thing because they didn't remember. Simple. We want to be diligent with what has been done to us, amen, so that he'll give us more because we've been faithful with that little that he gave us, amen. Amen. Okay, 1 Timothy 1.18. Okay, Paul goes even further, all right? He's not just like, okay, see the prophetic word. Remember the prophetic word. That's great. That'll be really encouraging, which it is. Okay, but even above that, he says wage a war with that prophetic word. Hallelujah. Okay, the word isn't just there to build your faith. It's actually there to do something for you on the behalf of your life. Isn't that exciting? Okay, wage a war for it. And I believe this, this really ties into the part where it says, they having seen the promises afar of off were assured of them and they embraced them. Okay, part of the way that you embrace the promise, you embrace what God has said, you embrace the word of God. Okay, we're doing the first thing, we're seeing it, we're remembering it, we're looking it down, we're running. That's all great. Then Paul says, go even further, wage a warfare with it. Okay, because how are you going to be assured of something that's just kind of there, and you're not picking it up and taking it as your own? Okay, we need to we need to take these words and uh, assurance and embracing that looks like something. Okay, in Romans ten seventeen is what I said. Faith comes by hearing the word. You want some more faith? Go ahead and embrace. Amen, and become assured of that book that you read. Amen. Because the other side of it is we major so much in all the prophecies and all the prophetic that we're neglecting the very word of God that was the first and ultimate promise that anyone who learned how to prophesy, probably because he got this inside of them or she digested this and it became a part of her and she learned, like to, how, learned how to speak like the word. Oh, well, I just need the, mo- the, the latest charismatic thing to keep me going. No, you need the word. And I personally have done something this year. I'm like, I'm going to read more scripture a day. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I already feel like I can't even read what I was already trying to read before. But something in me was like, I'm just going to try. So I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. And I, on my phone, because my phone's always in my hand. Anyone else? Always there. Okay, I got that Bible app, and I'm like pew, 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 Again, pew, 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 word, 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 the most faith-building thing that you could possibly do is put your nose inside of that book and don't take it out. Amen? And something, honestly, something has snapped in me. I just feel like the heavens are opened. I feel like something's broken off me. I don't know. Maybe I was in a cave. I don't know what it was, okay? Okay. But something about me taking in more word is starting to get all up in my business. And I want to encourage you to do the same and be faithful with it. Amen. Don't just read a whole bunch and then the next day you're like, Ugh, I'm kind of tired of reading. I don't really want to do that much today. Well, I did a lot yesterday, so it's all good. Now be faithful. Y'all, I've been in Chronicles and I'm like the son of the son of this, the son of that. I'm like, ah, keep going, keep going. You know, I was like, you know, I'm getting woken up at 4.30 in the morning. That's when I woke up today. Okay, and I was like, I have to preach today. I have to do And I'm like, I'm still going to get my chapters in. Mm. And I'm like half asleep on the couch chronicling it out. and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be faithful because I've only done it for like the short period of time that I decided to. And I'm already just getting so much fruit out of the word. So can I encourage you? Be a steward of the prophetic words, but be a steward of the physical word of God. We're going to be balanced in this church. Amen? We're not going to be holy rolling all the time and have no scripture inside of us. Holy rolling is great. I'm all about it. You know. I got this, like, Asian tongue thing happening all the time. Honey, you have yet to experience it. Uh it's, it's amazing. Okay, I'm all about that spiritual stuff, but I'm also all about this. The two are supposed to be one. Amen. Whoo, do you feel disencouraged to read the Bible more? Okay, let the word determine what you believe in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, part, another part of embracing. I talked about this at home group Another part of embracing the promises Embracing uh, whatever God has spoken over your life And allowing faith to grow Honestly, this is a little tidbit for you Is your imagination Do you know how powerful your imagination is? And sometimes we disregard it Because we're so busy doing life Or you know, you don't even stop to like, realize The way that God created us We have the ability to imagine things in our mind Isn't that amazing? Come on you creative people Okay, but this is what I find amazing about the kingdom of God is that you can use your imagination to build your own faith. Okay, how many times do we channel our faith into fear, into disaster, into things going wrong just because our imagination saw it before it happened? Everyone has a measure of faith. You can invest that faith in the kingdom or you can invest that faith in the devil. That's the power of you and your belief. And you can actually sit down and say, Lord, okay, I'm doing what Beck said. I'm seeing these things from afar off. I've written the vision. I've made it plain. I'm in the word. Now I'm just going to sit, and I'm just going to imagine what that would look like. And the example I gave some of the girls in Hungary was like, imagine the, the number one person right now that you would want to be on fire, saved. There's probably a lot of people, but just think of one person, okay? Imagine them up here, okay, weeping, crying, or laughing, receiving tongues, falling over. Okay, all of us can, in our mind right now, imagine someone doing that. Didn't that just increase your faith? Like, for me, I imagine this room filled uh, to to overflowing. I imagine the altar filled full of people repenting. I I imagine so many things. My son's growing up. I sit there, and I allow my faith to hover over the word. And I allow myself to just dream with God. That's okay. Because how many of us allow ourselves to dream up disastrous situations and our biggest fears, and we're so busy channeling our faith into the demonic that God's trying to get a word in with faith, and you can't because you've trained yourself. Well, if I just see the worst, then it'll be okay because I'm planning for the worst. That's not faith. But the same ability to imagine is can be used to see the good to see the breakthrough to see your family saved to see yourself healed come on imagination get that bus rolling god i need a special gift i need more anointing no just turn your imagination on and imagine it see it the amount of times i see this altar filled with people the amount and it increases my faith I'm like, yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. So many people, oh, I knew that bad thing would happen. I saw it. I knew it would happen. Could you please just see something good happening and expect the good to happen? Amen. God's equipped us to be able to help ourselves, and we're not even using it because we're not paying attention to our own imagining. Does that make sense? Okay, so channel your faith into the promise. Channel your faith into the word. Imagine what it will look like when you're preaching to the thousands. Imagine what it will look like when you're healed. Imagine it. See it. See yourself dancing. Hey. Okay, see yourself in the very thing that you think. Oh, man, you know, how many people say, oh, I could just never see myself doing that. Do it. You can. Do I need to draw a stick figure of you so you can see it? Do you know what I'm saying? I could never imagine. Yes, you can. Don't say that. Because you can imagine all the hard stuff. That same imagining can be used for good. Do you hear what I'm saying? Come on, some of you are already imagining as if I was talking. Hey, hey. Okay, don't be giving the devil no place in your imagination. Amen? He lives there. He thrives on it. Don't forget, he can't read your thoughts, but he can sow stuff into them. And when you open your mouth and start talking those things, he's like, ooh, it's working. Their imagination is partnering with my seeds. Ooh, and actually, God's like, come on, I need their imagination to part with my seeds. We need to be counter cultural and people who see things as though they're already here when they're not. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are, why do you, you guys are living in an alternate reality? You better believe I am. It's better than living in this reality. Can I get a witness? Okay. And also, this is my other tidbit for you. Please, okay, focus on what you're saying yes to, not on what you're saying no to. That is not going to build your faith. Okay, let's take dieting, for example, (laughs) or fasting, whatever. It's like, say dieting, all right? Oh, I can't have cake. I can't have M&M's. I can't go out and eat late at night. Oh, I can't eat McDonald's, you know, oh, you can't. It's like, no, 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 just change the way you're thinking because that's not helping you, is it? I can eat broccoli, woo! <laughs> no, but this is what I'm talking about. You're focusing on what you can't do, but actually what, you, or what you're saying no to, I'm saying no to cake, Ooh. Actually, let's look at what you're saying yes to. You're saying yes to skinnier jeans, hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're saying yes to a new wardrobe. Hallelujah. Okay? You're saying yes to a healthier lifestyle. Okay? You might need to get, like, little boards up on your Pinterest of, like, the shape you want to be. Talk about dieting, but you get what I'm saying. Okay? You need to start changing the way you think. It's like, we're asking God for all these supernatural things. He's like, just make a decision and help yourself and stop looking at the no's and look at the yes. Oh, well I can't go to this thing. I I'm saying no. You know you're here on a Sunday. I'm saying no to the Super Bowl. I'm saying no to this. And I can't. No, you're saying yes to the King of Kings. You're saying yes to his presence. You're saying yes to be filled and blessed. You're saying yes to all the goodness and all the faith that's going into you right now by hearing the word of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Come on, let's get out of that way of thinking. Oh, I can't, I can't. No, I can. I can worship God. I can come into the presence. I can hug people in this room that give me life. That's what I'm saying yes to today. Does that help? Okay, here's the other side of your faith, okay? This is amazing what faith does. I'm still in Hebrews, but I'm going to read a little scripture right here. 1 John 5, 46 says, This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. This is the victory. So the product of your believing, the hardness that it takes to see something, even though you don't see something, it produced something far greater than anything you could have ever seen in the natural. The victory of the entire world is your faith. Are you excited? (laughs) Hallelujah. Even our faith, it's the victory that's overcome all the hard stuff. Faith. I want my faith to grow. I want to do these things. I want to see it. Because when your faith grows, it gets even more exciting. You're like, ooh, I just saw that thing come to pass that I was believing for. What am I going to believe for now? And then it gets exciting because there's more things. And God even shows his faithfulness to you as you stretch out your faith and believe. He never leaves you on that end of like, oh, my faith is stretched out and not answering you. The, the end of the story is always him coming back with his faithfulness. Like I was singing, We're running to you, and you're running to us. My faith is going out to you, and your faithfulness is coming back to me because I'm being obedient to your word that told me to believe even though I didn't see. You told me to live by faith, not by sight. You might be struggling. You might be going through stuff, and you might be discouraged. Don't look at that. Walk by faith. Imagine yourself strong. Imagine yourself discipling hundreds. Imagine yourself in the fullness of your calling. See it. Come on. We're always expecting the preacher to see it for us when God's given you full ability to see it in his spirit. Yourself. Come on, somebody. You got something, you just got to start dreaming. You got to pick up some of those words you left on the shelf because you got discouraged and thought God changed his mind because it took too long or you sinned too hard or you went so far off the track or you're 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 too old now you missed the opportunity no way man god has not changed his mind what he said over you he meant but the deal is you stay the course of faith amen oh well i want the lollipop without having to do the work and that's not how it works god do the work amen come on Okay? And some of you I know, oh, you don't know you don't know how much faith I need right now. You don't know the struggle. Okay, The enemy's coming at me, and how am I supposed to believe when he's all coming at me? Ephesians 6:16 6, says that we have a shield of faith. Amen. Faith is a shield. The devil coming at you, you just want to not believe. Everything in you wants to shut down and not believe. Lift up the shield of faith. Because it says it extinguishes the fiery arrows of the enemy. God, I need the breakthrough. God, help me. Oh, the demonic all around me. Get your faith out. Yes, I am yelling, okay? <laughs> Maybe the Lord has been trying to yell at you. Get your shield of faith up. Believe me for the breakthrough. You're feeling those fiery arrows and you have something that can get in the way of them. You're just not using it. Amen? Amen. Okay, the Lord has not changed his mind. If he told you something, he will stand by it. Amen? He will confirm it again if you're feeling insecure about it. He loves you because he's the one who said it. Amen? He's the one who wants it for you before you even wanted it for you. How does that mess your mind, okay? I want to read this too, okay? This is what happens when we have our faith out, okay? Uh, Hebrews 11, I love this. Verse 32 And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, and Samson, and Jethetheth, <laughs> see his name, also David and Samuel and the prophets, who through what? what? Who through faith, this is what faith does, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched The violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword and out of weakness were made strong. They became valiant in battle and turned the flight of armies off the aliens. Hallelujah. Okay, I guarantee, uh, well not guarantee, but I predict that a lot of you haven't had to uh, be in a physical battle on the battlefield in your life. You might have. But these guys that went through stuff are on a far greater level than what we've had to physically face in our lives and by faith made it through it. We need to look at the Bible and be encouraged. How do I work my faith? How do I do it? You're reading. You're looking at it. You're waging war with it. What does that mean? The devil coming at you. Uh, Jesus' name, by faith, I'm going to be this, this, and this. You get out in Jesus' name. You just exercised your faith. Does that make sense? Okay, but this is the promise of faith. Whatever is standing in your way, whatever the assignment of God is, by faith you will have victory in it. Amen. Not by your strength, not by your might, purely by your faith in his strength, his might, and his ability to fulfill the word over your life. Amen. Okay, we all know too, okay? Mark 9:23 everything. Everybody say everything. everything. Everything is possible for the one who believes. Okay, He was saying that to the father who had the demon-possessed son that the, the disciples couldn't cast out. Okay, And I love the, how the father replied to Jesus. In verse 24, he says, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Isn't that awesome? And I think sometimes in our lives, too, we face things and we're like, oh, you know, you're like, I do believe, but Jesus, help my unbelief right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the same breath, he's contradicting himself. Like, I believe, but help the unbelief. Like, but that can be life sometimes. You're challenged with something. and the, And, you know, the enemy, he likes to challenge what you're believing in. He likes to challenge your faith. He likes to come in and mess stuff up, set fires up. And he likes to come against the very thing you're believing for. And you might feel like, I don't have enough faith. or No, you do believe. Just ask him to help any part that might be in unbelief. Amen? And he is willing and faithful to increase your faith. The disciples asked him that. Increase my faith, Lord. You better believe he did. And he continues to. Amen? Are you alive? Okay. This is something else I wanted to say, too. And I feel like this is a word for someone. You know no matter the fiery trial or whatever challenge there is in your life whatever thing is challenging your faith right now you feel like i'm trying to build up my faith and the fires of hell are burning against this place in my life well uh, i just want to tell you daniel 3:25 there is a fourth man standing with you in the fire and god's not left you alone amen Come on, there is no fiery trial against your faith that the Lord will leave you alone in. He's standing with you in the fire. You're not alone. And I felt I felt this word, and I was like, I just had to go to the scripture, Daniel three, and it says that the three guys were cast in the fire, and then they saw a fourth man. I wonder who that was. Okay, but after they came out, it said no hair was singed, the robes were not scorched, and they didn't even smell like fire. Okay, you know what that, no hair singed means your, their bodies were completely healthy, 100%. Okay, so whatever the enemy's trying to attack you in in life or against your faith, your body can come out of that fire 100% well. Amen. Okay, what else does it say? Their robes were not scorched. That speaks of their possession, also their authority. Okay, they went through the fire. They were not alone. You better believe their faith was being tested. They came out, man, bodies completely, 100% healthy, but not only that, all of their possessions and the authority they stood in was intact. Come on, the devil ain't gonna get your stuff today, amen? Your possessions are important to God, amen? Amen? Okay, this is the last one. They didn't even smell like fire. Meaning no one would have known that they got thrown into a furnace fighting for their lives. No one would have had any idea because the Lord was with them and walked them out. And in your life, you can go through things that test your faith and and they challenge you and they breathe down the neck of your life. Oh, did God really say, are you really going to believe for that? And you can go through those circumstances and come out stronger, full of more faith, so much so that no one would have ever known you went through that hell. Come on, some of us need that today. I'm going through this hell, or I'm going through this thing, or the devil challenging my faith. Well, there's someone standing with you. And the end result of the, of the place of torment is you're ain't gonna be touched. Amen. They didn't love their lives unto death. They went for it because they believed in someone. Amen. Is that you today? That's really what I wanted to say. I'm trying to stoke that faith inside of you today. Use your imagination. Read the word. What are the prophetic words? Why don't you be faithful with those? Amen? Why don't you look at them again? Why don't you write the vision on your bathroom door? Whatever you need to do. Why don't you wage a warfare? Why don't you speak against the things with your voice? Why don't you declare Daniel 3 and say, -uh, He is with me in the fire. And I'm not going to be scorched. And my hair is not going to be singed. And I'm going to be good. And all my stuff is going to be good too in Jesus' name. Amen. So I bless you with that. Let's stand up. Come on. We're walking into a month full of impartation. And we need to be able to put our faith out there to receive the impartation. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay? So that means faith is super, super important in us being able to receive. Amen? So, oops. So, <laughs> I want you to start stoking your faith right now. I want you to get in your mind. I want you to think about you already thinking about stuff. Okay? First of all, I want you to, um, I want to encourage you just to repent for, uh, for being possibly careless with the word of God, with the promises of God, or with the prophetic, and you are one of those people that you're like, yeah, I just kind of be like, that's cool, and I move on, and I don't really think about what God said. Why don't you just before the Lord right now just repent? I'll pray. Lord, right now we just repent. I'm sorry, God, for p- being familiar with your word or not even trying to engage in reading the Bible. I'm sorry, Jesus. I ask you right now for a uh, forgiveness, And also, just help me. And just, Holy Spirit, I invite you to come right now to just get all up in my mind. Bring to remembrance the things I might have forgotten. Bring encouragement and life into my life. I open myself up to you, Holy Spirit, to bring revelation and to bring life over the word of God and over every prophetic word, every promise over my life. Come, Holy Spirit, come reveal all truth. That's what you were sent to do, to reveal all truth to us. So right now, in Jesus' name, we just invite you in, God. It's a new day of stewarding our faith and stewarding the promises of God in our lives. And right now, in Jesus' name, we just tear down every demonic voice, every demonic assignment, every fiery arrow, every word curse, every witchcraft web over our minds. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood against you, and we tear you down right now, in Jesus' name. We tear you down, in Jesus' name. Everything coming against us that's demonic, challenging our faith, we tear you down with the name of Jesus. And Lord, we stand at the front of a huge month of ministry and of impartation. And right now, by faith, we receive the promises, the breakthroughs, come on, the healing, come on, the financial breakthrough, the, t- the debt cancellation, our spouses, Come on, you guys don't even know what's ahead of you. Come on. Let that faith be engaged right now. We engage our faith. We believe, God. We see it. We see it in our minds. We imagine it. And we partner with you, Holy Ghost. We release our faith over the month of February and March, God. We release our faith for the breakthrough for souls. Come on. Breakthrough in our own hearts, God. Right? We're going to be running to you and you running to us. Right now, our faith is running to you. We are running to you. Not because we feel anything, but by choice, we run. By a decision of our will, we release our faith. And we're going to be like you, God, who calls what is not as though it is i feel like some of you right now just need to start talking uh by faith i release da, 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 da. by faith i'm gonna see this person saved by faith i'm gonna see this debt canceled right now just under your breath or however you want just release your faith with your mouth come on by faith this church is gonna be filled to the brim by faith we're gonna get our own building by faith the spouses are coming come on this is what i pray for <laughs> By faith, God, we are going to be healthy people. By faith, we're going to see the supernatural. Come on, just start releasing right now. Come on, some of you need to get a little bit bold. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. I will see a promotion by faith. I will get my own house by faith. Come on, I will be skilled in my instrument by faith. Come on. Oh, I will get a new car by faith. Come on. Oh. Come on, you guys can get a little bit more aggressive. Can I encourage you? This is your life, your future. I will be strong in the Lord. I will do great exploits. My faith is going to increase this year. I will see that baby, Elizabeth. I will be blessed in Jesus' name. I will see a harvest on the seeds I've sown. I will come out of debt in Jesus' name. Come on, stop living in this realm. you got to live in the realm of the supernatural where your faith unleashes things simply because you believed. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that we would not limit you right now. I pray limitations would go off in Jesus' name. Every limitation comes off right now in Jesus' name. Every fleshly thing that that's uh, that's kind of containing you and saying you can't believe for more, that comes off in Jesus' name. I pray that we would have the wildest dreams with you, God. That we would have the wildest imaginations of what can be in your presence and in your will, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, that you're pleased right now. Because we just came at you with our faith. You're pleased. Oh, and I thank you that we're going to see answers to these declarations and more. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you train us to engage our faith and help us to grow in our faith. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, just start declaring your faith all over this month, right? All over the days ahead, you're going to thank yourself on the other side of it.